And so Hound. Uh, Hound is beautiful, but we'll get to the warning about her in a moment. Uh, the most important warning we have right now is that there is some discussion of uh, weed and drugs and alcohol in today's episode. Just saying. Um, and then about Hound, we have animals. Yes, one of whom is trying to climb into my lap, despite the fact I'm sitting on one of those round ball things, and there is not much lap. Yes, uh, but um, cats and dog may interrupt. Yes, Hound, you are very beautiful. And we beautiful. just sort of let it happen. And the final warning is we swear often at the cats, often at one in particular, but, uh, you know, we figure you should go in warned about the explicit language. Please don't lick my face, Hound. I know I know what that tongue has been. So, hi folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode number 232. Uh, we're coming off the holidays. I had a four-day weekend. Yes. And I spent some of it doing absolutely <laughs> jack-all, which was fantastic. Indeed. I spent time with my chickens, which is what I said I was going to do, and I, you know, have been poking it various side projects and then magfest so much magfest work has been done in the last week it's it's ridiculous and i still managed to finish the piece of code i was writing for work uh so i think i've had a good week you're hardcore i know um whereas you have been having a slightly different experience uh yes i have uh some kind of i have con crud actually yeah it's uh it's not omicron um as far as we can tell yeah yes i i've had two negative tests and before you write in to tell me that you know omicron is the great betrayer of tests and to do a throat swab i can also do 12 push-ups so if there's any fatigue uh it's uh it's yeah not really hitting um yeah it's it's not <coughs> but i do have a cough you do have a cough yes uh, but... and my old post nasal drip which is annoying yeah and and it's been weird Right? To have... It's been weird to have something that's not COVID. Right. Like, it's so retro that colds still exist. Because we <laughs> didn't have any for ages because no one left the house. Right. And, uh, you know, well, I mean, okay, I am... When I say no one, I mean Kevin and I, not uh, all the people who had to leave the house. Right. But it's really surreal to remember that, yes, sometimes you just get sick. And it's not, you know, you are not doomed to long COVID or death or uh, yeah. hospitalization. You've just got a cold. It's, uh, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's a thing. And I am, you know, coping with it in my usual fashion, which is badly. Uh, well, I mean, you're doing well for you. You're doing badly as compared to how the rest of us would handle it. Well, I mean... You have to keep your own standards. Don't let anyone else tell you whether you're doing it right or wrong. Anyway, I'm not getting sh any shit done, even though I've been in bed sort of taking it easy, because I can't go to the coffee shop. And Monday, I got a whole bunch of words written and started on edits, and yesterday, I did not get jack shit done. And today, I... Okay, yesterday, I did get some, uh, some of a personal project worked on, and today I worked more on my personal project, and I have not, I am feeling the guilt of I have not accomplished a thing. And yet, how many pages on that personal project? Um, uh, Lots. 
I think I'm up to page 51 or 52. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's. But it's not the one that you're under contract for. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a deadline for, for yeah. it. And, yeah. Which means you must be almost done with something. Uh, no. <laughs> I, no. I've got edits for one, oh. and I've got uh, uh, one that I am under a tight deadline for, but since they don't haven't gotten me a contract, I'm just kind of fiddling with it. Yeah, and it, it, I can be done on that one in like two weeks. It's it's not hard. It's, and I mean the 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 not having a contract is sort of an important thing. Yes, I mean they've agreed to buy it, but they have mm -hmm. not. We have not got the contract ironed out yet. And right, uh, there is another book that I have started, but have to knuckle down and work very hard on for the next three months, uh, because it's due in April. Yes, four but, months. Uh, it's three and a half months. No, if it's due in April, that's I have three months to work on it. Okay. I have January, February, and March. Right. To work on it. And it's due in April. It's not. It's due, due April first. Oh, it is due. Okay. Yes. You you didn't specify, so I thought in April. Maybe it was the fifteenth. Maybe it was the tenth. It's due. First of April is yeah. And uh, and I shouldn't have any problem with that. There's no. no reason I cannot make that. I uh, But uh, part of me is going, you should have worked on one of the things that will make you money, like that one, or the edits, or one of the Paladin books, or something, you know, that will make me money. And I did none of that, and I feel guilty. So one of the things I've learned about being sick is there's always that day, right? That day where you feel like, I am getting over this, everything is just firing, and that is the day you end up pushing yourself as if you weren't sick. And you don't think you're pushing it until the next day, and then it takes you two or three days. It's like when you had the really bad flu. You remember the really bad flu, the swine flu? Oh, I remember the swine flu vividly. You, you remember going up and down the stairs? Yes, I'd take the dogs out, and then I would need uh, to nap for, uh, like, an hour. Right. It's kind of like that, only, you know, instead of a ten-minute chore, it's a day, and then you need a recovery time. You're still... Healing and a lot of people are just like, no, I'm fine, and push through, and then they wonder why they feel worse. It's because when you get that first breath of "I'm getting better," and I am so guilty of this. Yes, it's 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 not that you you're know, wrong. It's just that I, I am see the, tired of being sick. Yeah, I, know. I am. I am now annoyed at at being sick because why? Why am I still sick? And I was seeing the the look on your face that said that was basically nye, 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 nye. Uh, it it was yes because <laughs> it's not that you're wrong but also that doesn't apply to me it applies to everyone else but not me <laughs> yeah so in order to get you back to rest uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to head off to the interview now. Because I don't want you pushing yourself too hard to to record and and talk, and uh, also wreck your voice a little bit. So maybe I'll go play Timberborn. They just did an update. There you go. There but you I go. Want to finish these pages first? See, you're still being productive, even if it isn't money making. 
and that's fine. Your brain needs time to do things that it's just annoying forced. because it's not like I don't want to work on these other projects. There's just nothing in the tank. Like, right. It is, it is like, I'm not going to say it's writer's block because that's a whole, like, that's a whole different, that's thing. a whole novel in and of itself. But yeah. it's just, I look at, it, I'm like, yeah, I got nothing. I'm, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can dig it. I can dig it. So anyway, it's annoying. I think because what I am doing is a mental thing. It's not like I'm digging ditches. So oh. the fact I am physically sick does not mean that my brain should not be able to come up with dialogue. So we're not going to go to the interview as soon as I thought. Okay, so here's the thing that yeah. I've noticed, right? I've been writing code. I've been doing a lot more code in the last several days than I did in my own older, my old position with my old team, basically. Right. And I'm coming, I'm finishing up and I'm exhausted. We forget that brain... Power brain stuff takes calories too. Now it's not going to, I mean, it's tiring and it's exhausting and your body's like, I'm so tired because I've been shoving all of the fuel into the brain and not into muscles. And it feels, frankly, it feels ridiculous to be tired. Yes. Like, because of that. But the truth is that yes, your brain is working hard, it is using fuel, it is pushing hard, and it needs to rest too. Apparently, uh, chess grandmasters can burn 6,000 calories a day. Yeah. Just because the brain is overclocking so hard. Yeah, and I, I, you know, and so I'm actually having to adjust to the, uh, 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 I'm trying to say faster pace, but that's not quite right. Like, more with, intense focus? Yeah, more intense focus. Um, and so it's, you know, that takes... But are you happy to be doing it? Oh my god, it's so wonderful to, to look at this thing and go, I've completed this. This is going to allow us to save money internally and provide better services for the customer. Like, that is all I'm sort of focused on right now. Um, one of the things about being in capacity versus just straight infrastructure. And I think I've said this before is, is finding that balance between do we have enough to support the customers and any new customers coming on versus do we have too much that is now costing us money and we're losing money because we it's have too much. Idle. Yeah. It's, it's sitting idle. And part of what I've been doing, it's like, run a job that cleans up all of this stuff, verify, and then go write code while the job, while the job runs on something else. Um, and I probably, I, I don't have hard numbers. I just know that uh, I'm actually making a significant financial impact, which is, is fascinating to think about. Um, you know what I'd but like? Tiring. <clears throat> I wish there was some way to defrag the brain, like a hard drive. Well... Wait, do we still defrag hard drives? If I well, th that's that's old school. You still kind of need to, but the new um, SSDs don't need it as frequently. Well, look, my brain is a very old SSD. Okay, uh, it's I don't. You're you're probably spinning on magnetic discs, like old school, like I am. Yeah, uh, we would call that rust. 
Yes. We we It's not silicone, it's it's oxidized particles. Yeah. I feel like I should be able to just have my brain defragged occasionally and come out going, "Woo." Isn't isn't that like that's what you need to be doing why you need to do these side projects. It it helps your brain reorganize and shift and there's supposed to be a thing where and I know we we listened to the the episode of um was it you're wrong about or I think it was maintenance phase about ma- sleep about sleep and and yeah and that sleep is supposedly yes yeah, sleep is supposed to defrag your hard drive like yes. n- n- nobody nobody that's not quackery no one okay, no that one one's disputes not quackery. that yeah, yeah. I should link to maintenance phase again because they're yes. awesome um anyway and I know you're getting enough sleep. It's just between the healing and the defragging, you're using a lot of energy, even in your sleep. Everything you say is true, but I still need like some kind of absolution from like the the high priest of work saying, uh, "You are. You, it's okay. You don't need to." Do Do I get to be that? Am I that person for you? Yes, please grant. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> I have failed to be productive for several days, and then I have dicked around on my own stuff. When, if I had the energy to do my own stuff, I should probably have had the energy to do other stuff. You, you're absolved. I can't say my child for that. Yeah, no, that'd be that, weird. That's just weird, yeah. yeah. But you're absolved. Uh, um, may the great... Spirit of work, find you worthy, and may you receive its blessings. Holy crap, I think that might have actually been legal-ish, because I've got my uh, universal church, like, ordination. Universal Unitarian, yeah, Unitarian Universalist ordination. No, the the, the, um, Universal Life. Oh, yeah, the ones who will ordain anybody for 20 Yeah, exactly. Yes. So... If you did it in the Reverend Mord voice, I believe it is just technically binding, but uh, you, you don't have to. Uh, that would okay. be a little much. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Anyhow. Okay. Tell me I can just take the rest of the week off. You Damn can take it. the rest of the week off. It's Publishing also... doesn't do shit between yeah, Christmas and New they've Year's. They've basically been off this week. Why can't you? Be? They've been off this month. Right? So. But you don't get to take it off, so I feel guilty because you have to work, but I'm not. Yeah, but I. My rules are different. <laughs> Because I'm not a writer, I'm not an artist, I'm not an independent contractor, and I'm not beholden to lords and masters who are just not bothering to show up this month. So, your your customers expect something in three or four months. Customers, your readers. Your readers are your customers. Um, And you have lots of space on that. My people are expecting, you know, things uh, January 3rd. So I have deadlines, right? Is it the third or the whatever whatever day Tuesday is? I don't know. Fourth, uh, January fourth. So, like our deadlines are very different, and we won't even talk about the deadlines I am facing for Magfest for January fourth right now. So, yeah, you're absolved. I, I frankly, I wish I could. Take the rest of the week. I off. wish you yeah. could too. That's part of why I feel guilty. I wish everyone yeah. could. But that's okay. I'm going to spend, you know, five days in DC having doing doing one of my recharging things, which is 
making sure a whole bunch of the little darlings don't hurt themselves. And I'm thrilled you find that recharging. Yes. So, all right. Yes, now we should go to the interview. Now we should go to the interview. I And it's a great interview. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I got to talk to the game designer and um, uh, contributor, um, Banana Chan, who has done so many things across tabletop gaming. Uh, you will find her in the credits for uh, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. And... Uh, we talk games and design and then keeping organized because one of the other things that Banana Chan did was just finished up her Scrum Master certification, which I was like, go you. And we will have that for you right after this. I'm here today with Banana Chan, and Banana Chan is a you're, you're a YouTube creator, you're a game <laughs> maker, you're I mean you're all these things. I don't know where to begin. So, can you introduce yourself significantly <laughs> than I just did and uh, tell us what it is you do? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I am uh, Banana Chan. Box board game and RPG publishing company called Game in a Curry. I also design and write games for other companies. Uh, so I've done stuff for Van Brickton's Guide to Ravenloft. Uh, I was the lead hot writer for uh, Scooby-Doo Patrol at Mystery Mansion. Uh, I regularly work with Renegade. Um, and right now I have, by the time that this airs, uh, I'll have two Kickstarters that I've just finished. Uh, and one is through Hunter's Entertainment and the other one is through uh, Pelgrane Press. So I've done a few different things, um, but I have taken a break from YouTube for a bit. <laughs> OK, uh, I should eventually get back to it. I feel like I should create more video content. Now I'm just like integrating back into TikTok, which I, maybe oh, I'll make yeah. TikToks instead of, <laughs> of YouTube. I, I was just talking to um, Jeremiah McCoy um, yeah. about two nights ago. And by the way, for, for the folks at home, he'll be on next week um, about just how incredible TikTok has been for him as a, um, you know, as someone introducing people to the to gaming and the tabletop design and just the whole tabletop sort of TikTok community. So. Yeah, it's a really interesting platform. So the second video I posted went viral. It saw okay. like a, over 100,000 views. Um, Damn. Yeah. And then the subsequent videos that I posted have only seen up to like a thousand. And I'm just like, you know what? This is an interesting algorithm. I made like, you know, I met like some sort of criteria for this previous video. Maybe I'll right. hit it again. I don't know. Uh, but it's an interesting platform. The algorithm is weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I haven't really, I haven't got into it as like a, a content creator, 
But I will be honest with you, chicken TikTok is like the best. Oh, chicken TikTok. Yeah, uh, so I keep chickens famously. It's all of, you know, and um, so most of the TikToks I follow are people who keep chickens and are doing TikToks of their chickens. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, Yeah. um, And I, I guess you... Yeah, because I, I get I, I only saw you at Big Bad Con like what not this past weekend but the weekend before, and reached out to you about this interview. So yeah, there was no real chance for you to like dig in and go, what is this guy about? <laughs> and, uh, why is his Twitter feed full of chickens? Well, there you go. I um, love chickens. I love silkies. <laughs> They're like the cutest things. Uh, They're I, so they, adorable. I, it's too wet to keep them here. Oh, it really is. Um. So I've got a whole bunch of cochins with their uh, poofy okay. legs. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love the feather leg breeds. It's just silkies. I would have to go out like every other day and blow dry them. It's just so moist here. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, um, and also, by the way, props on Ravenloft. I love that book. Um, one of my former guests and good friends, um, uh, uh, Cass Caw is in that book, and I just love nice. it. Nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I wrote a little bit for that. Um, just one domain and a couple of genres. So it's <laughs> it's exciting being in the world of Wizards of the Coast. I know, um, right? But also just like, oh my gosh, like this is a lot. <laughs> And I will say one of the one of the most impressive things I saw in the book, like when I first looked through it, like the art is incredible and look at all these domains and look at this whole thing about session zero and consent. And I was just like all thumbs up on that. I'm like, this is great. Absolutely incredible. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that the the new book has session zero stuff especially because it's like horror mm-hmm. like you can't really tell like oh, yeah. everyone has like different fears everyone has like different you know ways of digesting mm-hmm. like horror material in general so it's oh, just yeah. like nice to have that um mm-hmm. we did see a little bit of like a a backlash from some people <laughs> who are not into the calibration tools that have been put into the book but that's okay because yeah you know if that's how they want to play their games without calibration tools that's fine i will play my games with calibration (laughs) tools and i will watch for for them on gm horror stories on reddit exactly yes (laughs) (laughs) so with all this going on right how do you keep yourself organized um, so I, <laughs> I live and breathe Google Calendar. Um, if I do not have one thing that I need to do on Google Calendar, I will definitely forget it. Um, so that's how I sort of like keep everything organized. I use Google Calendar. Um, I have like a journal. So like, I, I actually have a couple of journals, but I have like this planner. Um, like my, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see the planner. Oh, it's just a regular planner. Like, okay, you know, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing yeah. too fancy. I have this planner. I have a journal. I have a five-minute journal that I do in the mornings. Okay. Um, I have uh, this notebook that says sorry on it because I'm Canadian. 
Oh, there um, you go. Yeah, and it's got the it's got the required maple leaf, and it's in. Oh yeah, and it's plaid. yeah in plaid. Yes, yes, because you need to have that. Um, and then when it comes to project management, uh, I just got my certification in Scrum, so I'm a certified Ooh. Scrum master now. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yes. Yes, yeah. I have finally joined the Scrum Scrumming the Scrumming Master <laughs> team. Um, and I like to. I mean, like I've always been a fan of just like breaking projects down into smaller bits, smaller, more manageable bits. So just yeah. getting the certification is definitely going to help, I think. Yeah. Uh, although it's funny, I got mine and now most of the projects I've ended up running have absolutely positively not used it. Like really? Yeah. Take a couple things from it that are useful and then just sort of shove the rest out of the way. Like, you know, stand up's great. You know, um, the review's great, and then, but all the big, you know, sort of heavy, weighty, I swear it's because the Project Management Institute got it, started to get their fingers into it, um, stuff um, is, yeah, now there's, there's like an official PMP uh, Scrum Master course and certification, and not just Scrum Alliance, and um, who did I get mine from? Uh, Scrum Study. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I might have gotten mine from Scrum. I got to double check. Um, yeah. A great class, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really helpful um, just to, like, I, I'm definitely not going to use, like, daily scrums or I'm not going to do, mm -hmm. like, you know, all of that because, like, my project teams aren't. Like, for right. freelance writing and freelance, like, game design in general, like, trying to create a product, like, I don't really need that. Like, we don't need mm -hmm. to meet every day. We don't need to, like... Right. You know, uh, sometimes we need to do sprints, but like we're not going to have to like, you know, meet up every day and like do whatever check ins all the time. And we don't have to like be in the same area to do like Kanban boards or like Kanban boards online. Right. Um, but I do think that like the backlog stuff is helpful. So like oh, yeah. product backlogs, uh, sprint backlogs, like that kind of transparency is like definitely something that all the collaborators. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's so easy for people to just be like, oh, I have to do a thing and then just forget about it, you know? Like, yeah, that's just a thing that happens. And I think the the sort of the whole backlog grooming ritual, like we have a weekly meeting at my day job to do backlog grooming mm -hmm. is really important because that way you don't lose things. And that's, right. you know, that I've seen agile teams where they're like, well, that really like isn't going to impact customers so we'll just let it fall to the bottom and forget it exists and um you know and then there's like it's incredibly hard to manage but the customers have a shiny new feature or <laughs> which is very different from i guess you know a, a game design thing because it's like yeah the shiny new feature or the shiny new rule may be exactly what we're after <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah, so it is very different, like, trying to manage the two. Like, I remember, yeah, yeah. so one of the activities I had to do for the class was, like, you have to write a book with your group. And I'm just like, this is taking longer than it should be, like, doing this exercise because we're not mm -hmm. managing, like, all the, like, the action items and everything, like, properly. Right, right. We're just, like, doing it by your, like, your way of doing things. Which isn't, you know, it doesn't translate into real life, but the the ideas and the concepts, I, I think, are really good. Oh yeah, yeah. 
interesting question now. You said the magic word, Kanban, which seems to be incredibly popular among game designers uh, and freelancers. Uh, which Kanbans do you use? So right now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm using Google Slides. Okay. So okay. Don't, don't be mad. Um, I use Google Slides just because it's like more accessible for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. Like it's just there and also like it's easier to translate like if I, I just use the google suite for everything um okay I, yeah. I don't i don't work for google i don't they don't pay <laughs> me uh to use the google suite and talk about it on podcasts or anything like that um but i've been using google slides and like separating it into like sections right so the okay. done section the in progress whatever like whatever's in the backlog like we separate on like a, a slide basically mm -hmm. and then have little squares that we use as sticky notes and we like write on them and move them around. That's actually pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> in almost four, yeah, four and a half years, I've never heard of someone using slides that way. That is oh, just wow. so cool. <laughs> it's like it's probably more pain than it's worth because like we should probably actually use i don't know like miro or something but like mm -hmm. i know that like some people um when they use when they use their stuff it's like you know you're using your phone to like go through stuff or you're using your ipad or whatever and it's just like not as accessible sometimes to use yeah. like you know other kinds of tools versus like the google slides like it's so lo-fi that it's it's actually good to use on your phone. Yeah, and like I said, about half of the people I've talked to in gaming, uh, when I talk to Sean, when I talk to uh, Jeremiah, uh, they're just like, and and the panel on product man project management for game de designers, it was like Trello. Trello, 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 Trello. Trello. Oh, I do like Trello yeah. too, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't use Trello for my game design stuff, but I do use Trello for my day job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's that pesky day job, right? Oh um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so um anything else like on your daily like just keeping yourself together and where all your stuff is? Uh, I'm gonna guess drive and Gmail, of course. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Drive, Gmail. Um I think like also a lot of it, it's weird because like I feel like I have to adapt to every, when it comes to like tabletop uh, role-playing mm -hmm. games or like, you know, games in general, I feel like I have to adapt to different ways of working every time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it does do a lot of, like, I feel like I have to context switch a lot um, between different project teams, right? So like, yes, yeah. we would be, some of us would be using like Word documents, but like, you can't see it. Like other people won't be able to see it unless you like send it in. Right. Um, and you have like that track changes thing in Google Doc, or sorry, uh, not Google Docs, Word Docs. Yeah. Um, I mean, and in Google Docs as well. Yeah, so, you can. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I, I feel like it's not as like it's easier to just like automatically track the changes in Google Docs versus like if you're yeah. using a document, it's like you still have to do that send back and forth type of thing. Um, and like. Even Scrivener, right? Scrivener is like another tool that we've been using a little bit. Like uh, Sen and I, we are now using Writer Duet instead of Scrivener, um, just so that we can like track our changes easier and like go back and forth and make comments and notes. Mm -hmm. So it's 
not the paid version that we have. It's like the free version. <laughs> so I'm sure there are there are some like bumps in the road uh, when it comes to using that tool, but it's been good for collaborating when we're mm-hmm. not using Google Docs, right? Right. right. Um, so yeah, it's it's a lot of different tools. I feel like, and it's all dependent on like the the project team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I guess uh, one thing that is. I guess not emphasized enough when you're taking the courses is a lot of it's a, this is how you do things and this is what you make your team do and not this is how you would adapt it based on the needs of the team. And I think that's a, in my mind, that's a big gap, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're not adapting things to the needs of the team or the needs of the individual who you're working with, then it's going to be really difficult. Yeah, especially for contractors because they switch, mm-hmm. you know, jobs so frequently. It's just like hard yeah. to keep track. Yeah, and if they have to learn a new system every single time. Oh God, yeah. 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 And Sergey has moved onto my desk, so uh, you'll excuse <gasps> me if I'm. Yeah. Here, let oh. me see if I can move the camera so that you can see. Ah! His, 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 let me turn ah, on the light. The little so you can pause. See <gasps> Oh! Show your oh. one. Show your oh. one. Oh. There you go. Yes. Yes. Oh. He was so born cute. without an eye, so, um, which is why we believe he was abandoned and why he's lived here for the last. How many years have you lived here now? Six or seven? I don't even remember. <laughs> You're the old man of the house, is what you are. So. If Sergey had a voice, what would his voice sound like? Um, we've pretty much given it to, um, yes, Sergei Lu's eye in Stalingrad. <laughs> you must give Sergei the food and attention because he sacrificed I for motherland. Um, Aww. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's tougher than he actually is. <laughs> no, he's, he's, pretty much, he's pretty much the top cat in the house right now. So. Oh, really cute. When, when, yeah, when the kittens are a little, they're about a year, a little over a year each now, and so they keep trying and he keeps beating their ass. So, um, I take that back. He's the top boy cat, our, our one orange cat who is only about five, but she, like everybody's terrified of her, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Yes. Now I need to, I need to write notes. I need to continue the interview. All right. Well, we'll I'll work around Sergey because that's how it <laughs> <is>. um, <laughs> you're stuck now. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's 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 just how it is. So here, yes, you can have my left hand because I don't need that one to write. Um, this is why I warn people about animals before. They <laughs> um, all right. Where were we? Uh, we've just gone through like Trello and things like that, and and how and all the things you use to keep yourself organized. Um, so with that, uh, you talked about journaling and a five-minute journal in the morning. What, what habits and sort of systems do you use with all these tools? Uh, so that is to keep me functioning properly. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> um, those are not to keep my pro- – I mean, I guess in a way it down, right? Like if you have a fun mm-hmm. Day, if you're like you know doing okay, then like the rest of your day should be should work out fine, right? Your projects will work out fine because you're yeah, having a yeah. good day. Uh, so like my five minute journal, it's like one of those where it's like you write down what you're grateful for, like three things you're grateful for, and then like you know 
what are you hoping to get out of the day? And uh, I think the last thing is like uh, some like daily affirmation type of stuff. And then at night you write down. Uh, so it's like one of those like days. It has like a day section and it has a night section. So the night section mm-hmm. is like, what are three amazing things that have happened today? And then after that, it's like, what could have been better? And the way that you frame the okay. what could have been better is like, mm-hmm. uh, you would pretend that you did the thing. So like you would say like, I, uh, you know, made myself uh, a tea instead of a coffee today. So that's like, you know, it's sort of like script changing in a way your day. Mm-hmm. Um so that's like the daily journal that I keep on top of like okay. another journal. If I like really need to vent some stuff, then I'll just like throw it down on all on there. Right. And that's all on paper. It's all on paper. Yes. I am a paper user. <laughs> I, um, yeah. Um, you know, I have stacks and stacks of, of journals and I'm, I'm a big fan of the disc bound. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I have like tons of, you know, those around. And I think that one in particular has a lot of my D&D notes uh, nice. from the campaign I've been running. So have you read Atomic um, Habits? Um, oh, did I read Atomic Habits? I know it came across my list. There are so many books on, on keeping up with uh, just trying to keep up with all the literature sometimes is, is yeah. challenging. So yeah. I don't think I have. I know the name, but I haven't read it. Yeah, I think it's been it's good. Um, I I really enjoyed it so far. Um, I think like the first couple of chapters basically just like get into the the way that you know we can change habits and like you know mm-hmm. enforce new ones or you know do whatever. But then like the latter chapters are just like more examples of things. <laughs> so it's just like okay. it's interesting. I think it's a good read. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend it. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I started down this road with uh, Life Hacker, a Franklin Covey training, and David Allen's Getting Things Done. When yes. David Allen's Getting Things Done was new, right? Well, not that oh. new, because it was, I guess, around 2000, when it all really started to, to like, this is a thing I do. Um, yeah, so I, I need to catch up on some things, but after a while, you're just like, so this is just a rebranded getting things done. This is seven habits again. This is, you know, but mm-hmm. without all the scary Mormon overtones, this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? It's, it's hard to get away from that. Right. Like a lot of mm-hmm. these like habit, habit lifestyle, like um, uh, what's the word? Like uh, these books that are on um, self-improvement. They're all like, mm-hmm. A lot of them are tied to a religious undertone, and it's yeah, and it's yeah. like okay, that's cool for some people, but like for me, I'm just here to figure out like how to hack my brain. Like I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's a course actually. Um, so far in the like year and a half, I've been following the creator. Um, uh, there's a course called Build a Second Brain that I really want to take, but it's really expensive and work won't pay for it. Um, so I'm hoping to get into the April class because he runs classes twice a year. Oh, wow. That's it? Yes. Um, very. He's very intentional. He's very... Um, 
uh, a very like if you I, I mean there is like if you pay the for the platinum course you have access to take this course again and again every single time we run it um, oh, wow. you know all like you get all the past courses and I'm just like I yeah I kind of want that but <laughs> but work will not pay for it yeah um, so time to budget <laughs> yeah. uh, any other any other like habits or um, systems um like I I didn't start off this way like I so uh-huh. there was a time in my life where I had like a drink problem um uh, yeah. so i had like a a little bit of like a drinking slash drug problem the drug problem i feel like was lesser than the drinking problem i feel like the <laughs> drinking problem was like a lot bigger <laughs> but yeah it, either way um i i feel like i had a time in my life where in my late teens slash early 20s it was like a mm. bit of a problem so having to figure out how to just change my life has been um a journey like i'm definitely like just even like five years ago like my life has made like so many changes um and i think it's just like this mindset of like wanting to do something different um and like not make drinking a habit or not make like Mm -hmm. you know that lifestyle a habit anymore um i i would I wouldn't say it was a challenge. It, it was challenging, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like, uh, it wasn't impossible. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think like if anyone wants to do a thing, uh, and I don't want to say that like, you know, it's going to be easy or anything, but like, I think it is possible to, to get to a point where you can like do a thing or make a project or. Yeah. Yeah. Publish something. <laughs> And I mean, you know, it's not like we, several of us, and I know several of my listeners have not had that moment where you wake up in the morning after. Okay, in my case, it wasn't waking up the morning after. It was that I had been awake for 36 hours because LSD is a hell of a drug. And, you know, look in the mirror and go, you know, if you keep doing this, you're going to end up dead because it's Mm -hmm. just getting worse and like yeah so but not everybody's able to do that so yeah Um, yeah kudos thanks Um, yeah yeah it's a push (laughs) yeah 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 um so cool what does a typical day look like um so i (laughs) i feel like like five years ago, I would have never said this, but now I'm like, I have like a that girl. I don't know if you watch YouTube videos or like watch not, TikTok. Not really. So, okay. So there's this, yeah. this is really bad because it's like, it, um, it, in some ways it does enforce like a, a mm-hmm. weird, like, uh, unhealthy relationship with productivity. Um, mm-hmm. when it comes to like aesthetics and like, you know, videos of like people who are doing things that are like, you know, quote unquote, like productive. Right. Uh, but I do actually do these things. (laughs) Um, so I am, I am a, that girl, like I have those, that girl tendencies where I like, I wake up in the morning, I go get a coffee, I work out, I, um, I make myself breakfast. I go for a walk. I do my journaling. And like, I just, 
that's my morning, right? Like I do these things as a morning yeah. thing. Um, and it's like my morning ritual and I really enjoy doing it, but I don't suggest mm. it for everyone. I don't think it's, right, right. Uh, you know, for me, it's, I think it's a healthy exercise for mm-hmm. me to do or a healthy ritual for me to do, but I don't think that it's healthy for everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I go to work. <laughs> I just yeah. work on stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, um, so this is sort of a side note. Did you find it challenging to do the shift in 2020? Um, or were and, you already mostly work from home like the rest of like me? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. 2020 was a blessing for me, honestly. Like, um, not, I know it was like bad in terms of like many different things, but yeah, it gave yeah. me a lot more time. Um, like I didn't have to commute anymore so I could, you know, do all the morning things in, right. um, in a time box time. Right. So like I could yeah, yeah. do my workouts. I could like go for a walk. I could drink my coffee. I could do all this stuff. Um, whereas like before that I had to commute, I would do my coffee there. I would do my graphics at work. I would just like, you know, I would have to like rush to do all this stuff. Um, and like work in my walk to work, um, mm-hmm. and then like work at, after work. Um, so that's just like a totally different, uh, it, it's been a lot easier for me to like work from home. So yeah, I think that, uh, also because I'm, I'm more introverted, uh, I've discovered <laughs> along the way, <laughs> um, this has been like, uh, this has been more helpful for me. Um, like day to day. Uh, and of course I recognize that this is like a privileged position that I'm in. Um, you know, not everyone's going to have the same journey or like the same day to day. Uh, and like a lot of people are going through a lot right now. Um, but I think like personally, this has been pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. I, 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 so I've been, a uh, remote employee now for oh my god I'm thinking about the time it has now been over a decade. Um, oh wow! With yeah yeah because I'm in IT in my day job so yeah. like I don't have to go in to touch servers anymore. That isn't a thing that happens right. Um, and I I have not missed my commute I have, that I used to have I the you know all of it. Um, and it ended up yeah no like it, it was a, when I realized that. I could take that time in the morning. I don't have to get up and rush, rush, rush to get all these things done if I wanted to have any hope of, you know, getting to work on time or having free time in the evening or whatever, you know, a big, that was a a big realization. Again, I realize I also am very privileged with that um, and got by just finding the job, you know, the jobs over the last decade have been, uh, you know, luck mostly. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's any job hunt, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy to see other people and other companies having that opportunity and watching the people who flourish with it just, you know, boom, head explode kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that this has been eye opening for companies because mm-hmm. I, I think that like the, the whole thing with the great records, resignation, right? Like everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone's moving on to other jobs or like better jobs or growing and trying Mm -hmm. to find like, you know, the, the thing that they want to do because we don't have that much time. Like, honestly, as humans, like 
we have a limited time um, to like be here. And so like, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, companies should be aware of that and try to like, you know, give their employees more growth and give their employees more tools to like, you know, try to be happy and try to grow in the company if they want them to succeed, you know? And and if they just, if they don't want to have to have that constant churn and rollover. um, Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I can I can actually look back and see almost the exact point in the 80s when the promise that was sort of made, at least in America, where you would go to school, you would go to college, you would get a good job with a good company, you would work there until you were 65 and then you'd retire, just imploded and went away, right? Because mm-hmm. that is absolutely not what my career path has been for the last 30 years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. things have changed so much. And it's like, it's required people to like, to just like think fast on their feet and like try to survive each day, which Mm -hmm. like, it shouldn't be the norm, right? Like, it, yeah, yeah. It should be a lot easier than this. (laughs) Yeah. I love that term, the great resignation, too. I could, I, I, I'm sitting there. Like when I started to see it happening, I was like, "Ooh, ooh, somebody's <laughs> in trouble." Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then there are the people yeah. I know who are looking forward to going back into their workplaces because it's very difficult. But uh, one of the, our listeners and return, recurring guests is a um, children's librarian. It's really hard to do her job from from home. Um, and another who runs a children's program at a museum almost impossible to do from home, right? So they're yelling at me right now for being so gung-ho about stay home, but, you know, it's not for everybody. Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But it is for us. (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh, So after the workday part, uh, do you have any, like, wind-down rituals or it's like, I'm done working, I'm just going to vegetate or... You know, I am trying so hard not to be on my phone. <laughs> it is so hard. Um, I even have that like timer, you know, where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 9 p.m. You're not allowed on any of your apps unless you hit dismiss. And I always <laughs> hit dismiss. <laughs> and I always get on TikTok or Twitter or something else. Um, so I think it's just a matter of like putting my phone somewhere where I can't even see it uh, and mm-hmm. try not to think about it. So. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to hide my phone. I'm trying to hide my laptop. I'm trying not to work. Yeah. Uh, because it gets to a point where it's just like, I, I can't even sleep anymore. I like, you know, all I think about is like, what's going to happen with the Kickstarter or what's going to happen with like this project mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, yeah. So yeah, hiding technology. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got mine now to the point where I think it's 10 p.m. and I'm just like, do not disturb turns on. All of my alerts go away except, like, you know, I'm on call this week, so that that is allowed to come through. But, and if I want to sit there and play, I've been replaying Plants vs. Zombies this week, right? I want to play that for an hour and a half, two hours? Who cares? Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's play Plant vs. Zombies while my wife and I are watching rewatching Murder, She Wrote from Season 1, <laughs> right? But, um, but yeah, that was it's a hard thing sometimes to say, okay, stop. I turn off email, stop looking. Twitter's the devil. I love Twitter and hate Twitter at the same time, you know. Um 
And I also remember when Ursula did her first self-published book and was constantly pressing the update on the sales numbers oh, on God. Amazon, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's really bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Twitter especially, I feel like I've stopped doing discourse altogether. Yeah. It's, it's just like so... Like, I know that um, for some people, it's like, oh, you know, discourse is how you get engagement or like, mm -hmm. uh, but then I, I just can't subscribe to that whole like engagement, engagement type of, you know, cycle where it's like, right, right. you're trying to get people mad or you're trying to drive up discourse. It's not even like, you know, you're trying to get people mad mm -hmm. or like say anything. Um, you're just like saying some stuff and then hoping that you'll get like a conversation out of it or hoping that like someone will respond to it. But like at the end of the day, like who are you trying to convince? Like no one is going to change their minds over like a, what, a few words on Twitter. Um, that's something that yeah, I've realized. Yeah. <laughs> Although some of us grew up in the dial up BBS flame wars. And so um, uh, watching Ursula, like some when somebody slides into her mentions to call her stupid or whatever, we saw Dune last week. Everybody who's 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 listening to this now, it's been like two months, so you know, I'm sure you've all heard about this multiple times. And she said that it was a very humorless movie, and it is. Mm -hmm. But oh my god, the fanboys have just been like constantly. Oh well, must be a Marvel fan. Ooh, it has to be Chuckle a Minute to be a good movie. Blah blah. And so she's just been going in and squishing them on the regular. <laughs> She's like, this is how I warm up to write 3,000 words in a day. I'm like, okay, you do you, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I can't do that because I'll just be like on Twitter like for the entire day. Like yeah. if I see something, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to be stuck here for the rest of the day. Like I'm not going to be able to get any. So and, yeah. And she, also, she also has ADHD and that's one of her coping mechanisms. Nice. Besides context <laughs> switching a lot. It's just like, I'm bored with this thing. Let's go fight on Twitter for a little bit, and now we'll go back to work. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy shit. That's yeah. that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, the words "clinically significant" were were invoked multiple times when she got diagnosed. I think it was in 2020. Now. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a whole series of episodes, and everybody who's listening right now, you're tired of hearing about it. I know. I know. Um, but it's new. It's new, it's new for, for me. For, yeah. <laughs> That's a cool superpower. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's, you know, it, it keeps things interesting with the context switching sometimes. So, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, yeah, hard not to be on phone. That's that's like the big wind down thing. Um, and I think we all sort of have the same problem. Anything else that you're like... You, you've got your end of day. Is it like end of day journal and then that's it? I'm done, or is it? Um. So I. Uh, yeah, like if I don't go for a walk in the daytime, I go for a walk at night. Like honestly, it's just like trying to chill out, watch a movie or something like that. Like I. Yeah. I I don't I don't want to try and like make my brain work too hard because then that ends mm -hmm. up being like, I can't sleep for three or four hours. Um, yeah. and like just trying to like, trying to chill the fuck out has been like, that <laughs> is my main yeah. goal for the nighttime. Um, and also like, I, I have been in therapy for like maybe mm -hmm. 
three years now. I think I just hit my third year anniversary for therapy. My thera yeah. thera anniversary. I don't know. <laughs> Theraversary? I don't know. Theraversary. <laughs> that does not sound good. Uh, yeah, really. Um. Um. But yeah. So like. Uh, getting a good cry in every week has been mm-hmm. great. That has been great for sleep. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Um. Cool. All right. Are you ready for the fun questions? At least I think they're fun. Oh yeah, I'm ready for fun questions. All right. Well, sort of fun, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. What's the um? What's the best advice you've been given, or the best advice you would give somebody else? And that could also be an and. <laughs> hmm. Um, so I have been watching this guy on YouTube. His name is uh his YouTube channel is Truthless. Mm-hmm. Um and he's this guy in Australia and mm-hmm. uh I'm I for a while I've been like trying to do like self-improvement videos, like I've been mm-hmm. trying to like watch that kind of stuff, but like his videos specifically resonate with me a lot because he also had like yeah. a similar background in terms of like uh alcohol problems and drug problems and everything um and he also has like similar humor to me i feel like so (laughs) sort of like his videos definitely resonated with me um and there's like this sort of like creative mindset where it's just like you know uh the the way that you know you create something is going to be uh bracketed into like or like a built into like these these mm-hmm. few buckets or something like that. So like the way that he makes his videos really resonate with me that way. So right. something that he mentioned was that like everything, everyone's journey is going to be different. Um, and also like, don't, uh, I would say like be, don't be too hard on yourself and also like try to, try to do things like 1% at a time. So like, Okay. Um, like if you're building towards like a habit, like don't think that it's just it's just gonna happen overnight, right? Like mm-hmm. you're probably gonna take like you know days to do this thing. Um, and so watching his videos have been really helpful. Uh, in terms of trying to like develop habits of my own and trying mm-hmm. to like you know be more productive and trying to find ways to like stay uh stay productive. Um. Yeah. And yeah, I would say like, you know, another thing is that in therapy I've learned is that um uh we I I I think like a part of my healing has been like understanding that everyone has gone through terrible shit. Um yeah. and like my shit is bad. Yes, everyone has bad shit, but at the same time it's like not uh not that this is like a bad thing or anything like not that it's not specific to me, but like Mm -hmm. in a way, if you wanted to continue pushing forward to like a better place, then, you know, the best thing to do would be to like, remember that everyone has bad shit going on. Like, you know, just move forward and think about yourself and think about how you can improve you versus like trying to compete with other people or something. That's that's the one that was was sticking in my mind. It's like, yeah, it is not a contest to see who's had the most bad shit happen to them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking of bad shit and the sad question. 
was a sad um, question. <laughs> kind of, kind of, but it's easy. It's an most most people. Uh, this is after all this time. This is the, I call this one the sad but easy question. Um, and that is, uh, how do you deal with failure or when you miss a goal? Oh, yeah. Um, how is it? Um, this is like a like a like a um thing, right? Like an agile right. thing, right? Where it's like yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to fail fast to. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the term? It's like fail fast to move forward, or fail fast to like get to. There, there's like a saying in there. I got yeah, fail fast, fail forward. Fail fast, I, fail forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think like that has been useful. Just like reframing failure in general. Like mm-hmm. it's not actually failure. It's actually like a building block to something else, right? right. So right. trying to reframe things that way, and also like not feeling so precious with your work. Like I, mm-hmm. when I first started doing stuff and occasionally I still do this where it's like, you know, my work is so precious to me. Like I'm scared of showing it to the world. Like maybe I'll just keep it to myself forever. I'm not going to show it to anyone else. Um, but then if you don't show it to anyone else, then, Mm -hmm. you know, it's never like, yes, it's made, but like other people won't be able to see it. And then what's your end goal here? Are you making your art just for yourself or are you making your art for something else? Um, and I think that sometimes, like, you know, uh, folks sometimes forget, like, what they're making their art for. Maybe it's for, you know, for showing to other people. Maybe it's for, like, you know, I wouldn't say fame, but, like, for uh, building a portfolio or right. some other aspect of, like, you know, making work. But, like, I think if you don't show yourself and if you don't, like, you know, do the thing, then you'll never know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a, a fear there. Like, a lot of people are driven by that fear. They're like, oh, someday I'm going to write a novel. Someday I'm going to create this thing. Uh, and at the heart of it, they're actually afraid to do it. Not just, you know, it's precious to me, but it's what if I fail? And you, there's still that chance. You have to, like, you have to take that chance because it might happen, right? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, flip side of the coin. The often difficult but certainly happy question, um, and the last of the of all the big stuff. Um, do you celebrate your successes, and if so, how? I'm not gonna lie. I feel like successes are a lot harder to manage than failures. That's um, why I say it's the difficult question, right? <laughs> yeah, it really is because it's like if if. Like, okay, I'm going to take, for example, uh, as an example, the TikTok thing, right? So, like, I right, posted right. a video on TikTok. I got, like, a over, like, I don't know, 100,000 views on it. Mm-hmm. I was freaking terrified because I was just like, why am I getting so many views on this? This is scary to me. I hate it. Um, and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> um, and so it was just, like, trying to deal with success is, like, very overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um or dealing with like even with Zhang Shi, right? Uh, Zhang yeah. Shi with uh, with Sen, like you know, we did really well on our Kickstarter. Um, it seems like it's it's doing well now, where like you know, folks are excited to get it. Uh, but it's still just like this feeling of like I am worried that like you know, this is a 
this is just like a, a passing fad, right? Like I'm scared that this is going to be like a, a thing that happens once and I'm never going to reach that level ever again. Um, and so I, I feel like I hold myself back a little bit when it comes to like celebrating the successes. Mm-hmm. I'm just like holding my breath just to be like, okay, I'm going to keep working and I'm going to keep doing stuff. And then eventually like maybe, maybe this will just plateau out. I all know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I I always look at, at the example of my wife, who every time for every new novel she gets to about thirty forty thousand words, she says it's terrible, it's horrible, it shames my ancestors. I'm going to send this to my editor. It's going to be the last thing they will ever buy from me, um, and uh, and my career uh, in horror slash fantasy slash whatever genre she's writing in that day uh, is over. And I'm like, that's usually when she shoves it in my face and say, read this and tell me it doesn't shame my ancestors. Um, And she wants an honest answer. So I try to be honest of what I think of it. And so far it's mostly been a little tune here. And where's the rest of this fucking book? Because now (laughs) you've left me on a cliffhanger. Um, But she's had, multiple novels and you know all the stuff happened but it's the same like so many creators have the same thing going on going that went really well so i guess it's all over now yeah you know kind of thing going on um yeah it's hard to manage <laughs> yeah do, do you at least like you know hop on discord or, or tiktok or whatever and go yeah i did a thing and then just like this was really cool and then move on you know no but um (laughs) am i (laughs) am i allowed to talk about weed on this (laughs) yeah okay cool so um i uh i do edibles um okay but like i don't i don't do them like frequently i do it like once Mm -hmm. a week just to celebrate the end of the week um, that's cool yeah so it's only like you know two milligrams five milligrams at most so that's like the way I try to relax and like not look at anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and if you're yeah, so yeah, if you're in Canada or one of the US states that allows it, good for you. I'm not. So <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I figured like eventually all the US states would Eventually I'm in the southeast, so it's like a touch and go whether it's a terrible sin against a terrible sin against your body and polluting it with these drugs, or if it's just like, dude, we live out in the woods, what the fuck else is there to do? Right? So Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm oversimplifying. I'm oversimplifying. <laughs> you know. I mean I mean I live in a place where they literally made the outlawed gay marriage in a state constitution and had to have it overthrown by the U.S. Supreme Court. So I'm not holding my breath on legalization in this state anytime soon. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 But I'm sure you could drive somewhere close, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it occurs to me a friend from Montreal will be visiting soon. Oh, you didn't hear that. Yeah, no. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> no, okay. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Like, you know, just take that. I got through the week, and let's unwind and, and enjoy. You know, that's that's fine. Everybody does it their own way, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's everything. That's all the questions. Um, yeah, so do you, before we talk about where to find you online, uh, do you have a charity to support? I I would <laughs> like to support Shanti Bhavan. Uh, okay. Which is a charity... Um, so it is based in India, but my friend mm-hmm. uh, Ajit George works for them. Um, okay. And they're uh, sort of like this uh, this uh, boarding school system, which uh, takes kids from the lowest caste and helps mm-hmm. them, uh, you know, provides them with like an education. They like hang out in the school um, and gives them an opportunity to, you know, get like a higher paying job afterwards. So, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, the school's paid for by donors. Um, like, everything's basically paid for, mm-hmm. and they get, like, really high, like, a really good education out of it, and some of them move on to work for, like, places like IBM, right? So... Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a really good, really good charity, and I think uh, the the cool thing about it is that the kids, they return back to their, uh, to their towns, and they, like, mm-hmm. contribute back, right? Like, they give yeah. back money, they try to help out uh, however shape they can. That is way cool. Um, and I know that, and I'm putting this in air quotes, you know, the caste system doesn't exist uh, while it still totally does. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, so that's, that's actually really awesome. I like that. Yeah. They also have a documentary out on, uh, Netflix. Uh, I believe it's called daughters of destiny. So, you can definitely Ooh. check that out. Of uh, Destiny. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. And probably watch it in the next 24 to 48 hours. So, nice. Yeah. Um, okay. And before I ask where we can find you online, Orange Cat has decided to grace <gasps> me with her presence. Hello. So, yeah. <laughs> How many cats do you have? Four. <gasps> do they all Cooper, like each Cooper other? Adults. Um, Mostly. Um, <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw are brothers, so they have that sort of love-hate brother relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I named my cat Hobbs and my cat <laughs> Shaw. Um, this is Cammy, and um, we did have her sister Rose until she passed early this year. Um, oh, you're a gamer. Get the do you get the reference of Cammy and Rose? Oh yeah, I just got it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've completely missed it. And a friend came over and he's like, did you name your cats after Street Fighter characters? I'm like, yes, I did. And my wife's like, you son of a... Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, Sergey, who you've met, and then the 18 chickens and one hound dog. So Nice. Is Sergey like, the the director? Or... He is... Uh, no, that that's his full name uh, when we adopted him was Prince Sergio, um, because he can be a regal motherfucker um, <laughs> and gets very temperamental when he doesn't get his way. Um, so we just shortened it to Sergi because it's much easier than yelling, hey, Prince Sergio, get the fuck off my <laughs> laptop. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there, you've met... Uh, I'm overdue for a chicken tour on I guess oh. I should do that. Maybe that would be something to do on TikTok. Now you now you're getting me thinking about what I can do on TikTok. Yes, chicken talk. <laughs> <laughs> um thinking of where can we find you online? 
I mean, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you can find yeah. me on Twitter and Instagram at Banana Chan Games. And you can find my TikTok at banana.chan.games because Banana Chan dot, or sorry, Banana Chan Games was taken. So I'm stuck with the dots in between. <laughs> yeah. Banana.chan.games. Yes. And, um, and of course, there are links in all of those places to more details because it took me a while to did I actually end up dig no, I had to reach out via Discord because I could not find a way to just reach out to you and say oh. like email you directly. <laughs> Remember I gotta change that. Let me find are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. I will Hey I just don't I don't like just sort of sliding into you'll pardon this. I I I find it somewhat rude and maybe a little uncomfortable for people for me to just slide into their DMs if they've never heard of me before and go, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? I mean <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's I think that's a little creepy. And well, I, I, I just followed you. Yeah. I just followed okay. you on Twitter, so it's not yeah. weird. <laughs> And and now and but the thing is you should and you should already be seeing uh, the chicken picture for today, so so excited for this chicken picture. Yeah, I've, I've got I've got them queued up through Sunday, and then hopefully by then I will have taken more. They will have stood still long enough for me to take more. Oh, oh, uh, is was today's Lorge and Becky? Yeah, Lorge and Becky. Lorge, Lorge Rooster. Lorge, yeah. Lorge like, Rooster. Lorge, yeah. like. <laughs> He That's is funny. he is fifteen pounds if he is um, anything. Uh, he's also old and has a limp because he broke his foot when he was about a year and a half old. And he is just great with the ladies, so he gets to hang around. Aww. <laughs> Not all roosters are good with the pounds. ladies or humans. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Like I, he is he is all wow. muscle. And if we ever decide he needs to go to the place there, all chickens go, he's probably going to have to be in a slow cooker for like eight hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Poor Lorge. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, uh, for those of you at home who are a little squeamish about this sort of thing, by the way, you're not vegan, are you? No, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I have to ask. Yeah, no, um, when a chicken decides that it wants to kill all humans, there's only one uh, rooster, there's really only one solution, and I have had a couple roosters that I loved that were absolutely delicious because they decided that I was a threat and tried to kill me, and we will not have that. <laughs> I'm actually, like, like I'm okay with, um, I know this is a controversial opinion, but, like, yeah, I'm... Yeah. I'm okay with like hunting and eating meat um, mm -hmm. as long as like it, you know, everything gets used. Um, so yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm okay with that versus like hunting for game or pleasure or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and when we do it, like we have, uh, we have another property where a friend of ours keeps a flock of goats and sheep and there's also a family of vultures that lives in a tree. And so, wait, what? Yeah, no, um, and so that's like seven and a half acres, and so all the, um, how do I phrase this, leftovers mm -hmm. from turning living chicken into oven-ready uh, that aren't edible or usable go to the vultures. 
Nice. Right? Yeah. To keep, because, you know, we can't have... They, they can easily get poisoned or hit by cars or whatever um, around Oh, here, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, I grew up around wet markets and like, I, okay, so yeah. I grew up in Hong Kong. So like, um, okay. a lot of the yeah, markets yeah. are like, you know, you would see animals getting slaughtered mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's like, you know, your meat is fresh. Uh, like, that's how you basically know. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm used to that kind of stuff. I, I was gonna say we, um we were in Tibet in 2019 for about a month and uh, spent a day just wandering around uh, Zinning. Um, while we were in between one stop in Tibet and heading up to Lhasa for the official touristy stuff. And uh, yeah, we ended up in the market district and I'm just like, this is awesome. And (laughs) our our friend who raises yaks, which is why we were going to Tibet, she wanted to meet yaks in their natural environment with people who've been doing it for generations. And, um, and she's like, this is so cool. But there were a couple people who were like a little green about it. Like, yeah, yeah, you, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like important to know where your food comes from though. Like it's, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. good to know, like on the flip side, I feel like also with vegan foods or like vegetarian mm-hmm. foods, like I feel like there is such a, like, I, I think there's too much policing over foods yeah. here. Like, I feel like why not have tofu with your, you know, with your meats, like if you wanted yeah. to, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with like vegetarian meals and there's nothing wrong with like meat meals if, you know, you need to have meat or if you need to have like, you know, vegetarian foods, like that's totally fine. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's like a lot of yeah. weirdness around it. Two things always come to mind when we talk about uh, the, the vegan police. I think of the scene in, in um, Scott Pilgrim. You know, mm-hmm. the vegan police, we are here to take away your vegan superpowers. And um, <laughs> yeah. the, the other thing is, uh, we got an H-Mart. I found out we have an H-Mart nearby, and I just picked up, like, a couple Korean soup bases, and they're like these tofu soups. And they're just like, yes, add the, add the protein, the meat of your choice. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I am here for this. So, you know, it's, like, designed to be a tofu and vegetable, and, you know, the, the stock just mix and heat. And I'm I'm really excited about having those so nearby. <laughs> yeah. Like even mock chicken or like mock duck or like mock like you know yeah, yeah. beef and stuff, like I feel like like I think that stuff is like I sometimes get a taste for it because I'm just like I really yeah. miss like the texture of like fake meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I also miss the texture of like real meat too. But like, you know, just yeah. Having that variety of food, I think, is like you know. Yeah, finding the balance. Be something that, is, yeah. yeah, like I think moderation is good. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna tell you, if you keep chickens, you learn to like eggs, or yeah, dislike them strongly. Yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like I would get so <laughs> sick of eggs after a while. <laughs> I I I hard I I make salads for lunch almost every day, and yeah. I just throw I just chop up a couple hard boiled eggs and throw them in with it. Um, and come spring, I can't keep up, but now that they're slowing down for the winter, you know, I'm like, uh oh, will I have enough eggs for lunch this week? So, <laughs> slowing down for winter, only three a day instead of, oh man, when that, when the one set of youngsters starts laying, I'm in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> eggs for days. <laughs> at, at one point last year, I had close to 64 eggs in my refrigerator. 
Oh and my I god! Give them away fast enough. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of eggs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was. Uh, I'm like, you know, I don't know what to do with all of these eggs. I can't possibly eat them all. And I'm like, there are two in the fridge, and I'm worried I'm running that I'm not going to have enough by Sunday for you know a thing. Is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how do you how do you handle so many eggs? <laughs> um, you hard boil a lot, and you hope your neighbors like eggs. And uh, <laughs> and and it's it's the South, so like there's gonna come a point when it's picnic time, and picnic time is deviled egg time. And let me tell you something, my chickens make the best deviled eggs you would you will ever have. Um, <laughs> I love deviled eggs. Or, pickled or, eggs. I love pickled, pickled eggs too. Beet pickled eggs because that's what yes. what grandma made, and so that's the recipe I use. And yeah, oh yeah, they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh, I should let you go. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. This was oh, like yeah, a fun, no, fun absolutely. tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, um, and uh, thank you so much for being here. And you know, if you ever want to come back, just say the word, and uh, we'll make it happen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, for the people at home, we'll be right back after this. I had so much fun talking to Banana Chin. It was absolutely brilliant. And of course, you know, any excuse I have to talk about chickens and what to do with eggs is like <laughs> a gimme. Um, so yeah, uh, our word this week is not about Banana Chin, who I want to thank for coming on the show and is welcome back anytime. So much fun. Um, our word this week is concrud. All one word. You know what I should do though? I should make that quick check to make sure that it's, we haven't used it in the past. So. <laughs> I, I am struck by something you said earlier yeah. when I was complaining, oh. uh, not on, on the show, uh, that, um, the problem with working at home is when you go home sick, you're at work. Yeah. Um, it, it is a problem. And it's one I've had to deal with, right? Like, it is so easy for me to drag myself down here to the office and say, no, I'm fine, I'm working. And I know there's been more than one occasion where people have had to actually, like, say, Kevin, stop. Get off. You know, you, you don't need to be online right now. Go rest. You know, there's no reason to be working. Yeah. So, and it's it's tough. I will say it is very tough. Uh, okay, there we go. Google, why you make me sign back in?
Uh, concard has not been used, so we will use concard. I will update the spreadsheet now so I don't forget to do so later. It should also be noted that um, we have confirmation that several people at the con had the same crud. Right? Yeah, so it's like, yes, it's literal con crud. Yes. I, we seem to have avoided getting COVID with all the precautions, but concrud is a wily beast. Yes. <laughs> and it's still like... It still vexes me, so that in this the age of COVID, we can still get something that's not COVID. Yes, it's like who right. who who authorized that? So anyway, I will uh, also say that several nurses have told me that uh, uh, if you follow the doctor's orders, the uh, the cold will go away in about fourteen days, and if you don't follow the doctor's orders, the cold will go away in about two weeks. Yeah. That's about right. Yep. Yeah. And so anyway, um, you can find out more about the word of the week and the which is a badge code and what to do with it at yes. productivityalchemy.com. Why you want badge codes? Why we like badge codes? Why they're fun? Yes. Productivityalchemy.com. There is something else you can do there, Kevin. Tell them what it is. Um, you can find out all the past episodes. You can... Okay, that's true, but that's not the segue I was going for. That's not the segue. Yeah, you can... Um... There's a button. It says support us. Oh, don't. that. Yeah, yes. Don't. Yeah, don't. Yes. Don't. We're um, fine. We're good. We have health insurance, so yes. even if, you know, my lung falls out of my body and scampers about the floor like something an alien, uh, which I don't think is going to happen. I better not. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a whole different thing than just a cold. Yeah, or concrud. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we're fine. Yes. We'll tell you if we need money. Uh, go give money to somebody else. Who are they giving it to today? Um, Shanti Bhavan, which was uh, of course uh, suggested by Banana Chan, um, the boarding school uh, for the lower for the lowest uh, castes in India, giving them opportunities. Go check out the. Uh, documentary on Netflix, uh, Daughters of Destiny. They are all about paying it forward, which I think is fantastic. And, you know, I'm, I'm very happy and proud to be supporting them this week. Okay, I think that's everything. Yeah. So, all right. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will have a uh, first show of the new year. Good God. Next week. Um, probably recorded in uh, stress, but I have a f long time, um, fan slash friend on Twitter, uh, for next week. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, that's, that's it. Uh, 2022 is a wrap just about. Oh God. Yeah. I, I haven't added up my year in review yet. I should probably do that just because yeah. they often make me feel better. Yes, there you go. And also, you can uh, start prepping the what is ready for what can be nominated for things in 2022. I got, like, nothing. I mean, I have two novels, but they're self-published, and uh, nobody... And they're those. still eligible. That doesn't mean... Look, what was on the, the long list this Okay, time? Paladin's Grace actually hit the end of the long list for the Hugo nominations, which I cannot tell you how much that meant to me. Like... <laughs> 
Like, it, it, little self-published books have no chance. It's just not a thing. And the fact that, like, 50-odd people nominated it and enough people that it actually hit the nomination list instead of just being, like, one of the ones like Mickey Mouse and and uh, Donald Duck or whatever, or Ronald Reagan, whatever people write in on shit. Uh, it, my mind, it was blown. And what about... Thank you. What about series? Uh... Yeah, I guess the world of the white rat was on the the uh -huh. yeah, but yeah. It, it, it it's mind boggling. I'm very grateful. That said, yeah. you know, I I think next year is just a. a Don't worry, we'll be revisiting this topic. I'm sure later on. <laughs> so yeah, um, and I've got my new uh, <laughs> the first page of my new uh, planner, the one designed by Reagan is. In use because it's the first page of the planner for 2022 um, to cover the first and second. And uh, so I'm using my new planners and I'm very happy. Awesome sauce. So that's it, folks. Uh, we will see you in the new year. Take some time off if you can, if you have it, and do your best otherwise to um, stay productive. Okay, I'm going to go play a little game with sim beavers building little colonies. As has been said, healing is productive. <laughs>